1: This podcast is sponsored by... Terraform Development proudly supports the Hopi tribe and non-profit Hopi entities to provide essential technical support in engineering, architectural, and project management services. Eddie Kalniptua can relate to the hard work on the Hopi Reservation, including the cornfield duties and traditional ceremonies that he was raised on. He values this tradition, so Terraform Development was formed to meet these needs on the Hopi Reservation. Contact Terraform Development at T E R R A number four, O-R-M dot com and follow them on Instagram at Terraform Development. Also sponsored by. Hey, you all. This
0: is Carl from Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. If you are listening to us from the Anchor website or the Anchor app, let me tell you about it. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, there's even an option where you can add Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you create. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's a n c h o r.fm to get started. Yeah. Good afternoon, people here on the beautiful downtown Movie, Arizona. My name is Carl, and thank you for listening to Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. This is my best friend, J-Man.
1: Good morning out there, Hopi land. <laughs> Just wanted to uh, see what that felt like. Yeah, it does feel pretty good. Uh, right, r- ro- rolling my eyes at Carl for <laughs> always uh, giving indications specifically to a certain day. Not understanding that how podcast works, but you know that that's okay. You know, we're we're uh, about a, we're we're a year old now. We're a year we're old now. We are a year, old, are now, a year and, old now. You know, sometimes it takes uh, babies a lot longer to learn things <laughs> than, than a lot of others. So, but we're. We're back with uh, episode two, yeah. I mean, like, congratulations to us and
0: how we've grown very, very big. I mean, it in one year, one year, almost uh, forty thousand downloads. Almost forty thousand downloads, and we're still going strong and climbing the YouTube's. Yeah, growing. It, it's, our social media accounts are growing. It's weird. It has. It's like this weird feeling of like disbelief, but yet it's like this weird feeling of like celebrating.
1: You actually know what uh, moist DMs look like. <laughs> They're not a uh, bone dry. I still, uh, yeah, it's mine is still bone dry. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, just like to thank everybody out there for welcoming us back. Season five with the bang. Our uh, first episode, the Hopi Levi episode is blowing up.
0: It's yeah. Blowing up. Yeah, it is. It's blowing up. And I mean, like, you know, if you haven't
1: listened to it, go ahead and listen to first season of, of uh, season five first episode of season five and so the episode has done really well and you know there was a lot of things that we didn't cover pertaining to uh, Hopi language that we probably could have covered yeah you know because some of the things that I was thinking about you know in especially in terms of how our language functions we didn't even talk about things like there are terms that are gender specific yeah and I think the most obvious one is how we say thank you in our language yeah, you know, we, yeah. We, we say uh kwa kwa the 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 male members of the community and then the female is a, a yeah unless you're from first mesa then it's a esqueli <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a few other terms like that or even like you know transitioning from singular to plural big difference between hopi and english is that we can't just slap an s on it and then make it mean multiple from a singular uh, context. And so uh, in our language, a whole word changes. Yeah. When you go the, from the singular whole, to plural. The whole thing changes. The whole, actually the whole sentence structure changes. Well, yeah, I don't know about that. But like for, for <laughs> like for for example, you, know, you and I, you know, we could say something like uh Yeah. Which means uh, arrive, you know, itam yeah. piti because there's two of us. But then when uh, three's is a company or more, then it changes to ikki.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah, so, the, you know, there's a lot more to cover in regards to that. But I guess today, you know, we're, we're going to kind of continue with the Hopi-centric topic today, which is kind of what um, it seems to be very popular amongst the listeners. But before we do that, I'd just like to give a big welcome to the newest member of the 30-pack uh, circle group, the, the circle of 30-pack givers, <laughs> Nisha Hanani, who right. is actually also... A former guest on one of our episodes and definitely one of our big supporters, always sharing our social media posts and encouraging others to give us a listen. And so we'd like to give her a big shout out, big kwa kwa for the, her contribution. Yeah, kwa kwa to you for keeping us
0: alive and keeping us uh, in this studio that we call home. And we we want to create more good content for you. I know you guys love laughing at me and uh, <laughs> and then just laughing at Sita himself, so.
1: I don't know if anyone laughs at me.
0: (laughs) Don't I laugh at you (laughs) just by looking at you.
1: (laughs) But, you know, it's interesting, though, because today the the main topic of today's episode is something that did derive from our work that we've been doing with KTNN. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to KTNN, I mean, they, they think they still have
0: podcasts like that.
1: Yeah, I think so and um but yeah we're we're on KTNN monthly now. Yeah. And so I think the the interesting concept is that you know when we did that first episode of our monthly episodes with KTNN, you know, the question posed to us, you know, talk about electricity and and the issue of electricity on the Hopi reservation. And we were kind of like laughing because it's like, why didn't we think to talk about this (laughs) topic of electricity on our own podcast? But lo and behold, here it is. We're going to be talking about electricity versus the Hopi way of life. It's weird because
0: it's such a small item that you think about and we we i guess we can take electricity for granted in a, in a way because it's always been there it's it's always been there for us like when i was growing up in tuba city we always had electricity we had phone we had a landline we had electricity we had cable tv and it never really occurred to me that the hopi reservation has a lot of well i think there are like 3 villages here that still do not honor uh, electricity in their villages. Still do not honor
1: the electric electric gods. The electric uh, slide. I don't know who that would be. Thor? <laughs> Thor, Thor. The, the god of, uh, god. Of, well, I guess god of thunder, but the guy throws electricity out of his hammer. so. No, Raiden. Raiden <laughs> is the,
0: they, they still don't honor Raiden around
1: here. We don't make bajos for Raiden in some of the villages out here. It's all about so- Nighthawk around here, so. <laughs> But, you know, it is, I guess, you know, electricity is kind of an interesting topic because then I, in like, like you're saying, you grew up in Tuba City, that you always had electricity, and so you take it for granted. Yeah. But yet, yeah. you know, on the reservation, and not just on the Hopi reservation, I know that this is true for other um, reservations out there, other native uh, reservations, that electricity isn't in every single home. No. That there are homes no. without electricity. And I think the reasoning for that probably did Differs from reservation to reservation. For some, it might be a legit thing about um, just the inability of uh, having electricity in the home, issues with infrastructure, community issues, things like that. But specifically, when we're talking about Hopi, that the reasons why some homes don't have electricity doesn't have to do with things like infrastructure or doesn't have to do with things of uh, accessibility of electricity, but rather it's the decision of the village itself to not have electricity.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's I, I guess you could say it is cultural wise to not have Bahana things in our villages. But when you really look at it, we all have Bahana things or the white man's things inside of our villages. Cars, TVs, you know, uh, you know, the, the 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 chopper that chops the lettuce really quickly. Carl's skin underneath his clothes is pretty <laughs> white. And it's weird to think that that would change the Hopi structure when you really look at it. When you when you hear the elderlies say that no, we don't want to have electricity because it's going to change the children's uh mindset of how to be hoping Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. in actuality that you know we've already been changed we've already been assimilated into the bahana way of i mean the bahana
1: way of life bozo already assimilated carl soul (laughs)
0: lad Lad ladmo and uh ladmo the ladmo show
1: teenage mutant ninja turtles But I, you know, you mentioned it before that you know the the villages that don't have electricity here on Hopi. For those that are unfamiliar with our reservation, which villages don't have electricity here on Hopi? Well, Hotvela for one. There's twelve villages, right? Twelve villages. Out of the twelve villages, Hot Vela is one of them. Hotvela is one. You have Old Oraibi's
0: one. Oraibi? Yeah, and then you have um, uh, Upper uh, First Mesa, Walpi. Walpi. Walpi is Wal- the the second one. And I believe that's it.
1: And then you have uh, oh yeah, you
0: have lower lower moon L- lower mooncliff, yeah,
1: lower moon I just I just
0: count all of those together, <laughs> upper and lower. We just count those together. I just like to piss him off. So.
1: <laughs> and and so you know I like I guess uh, three and a half, three yeah. and a half villages, yeah don't have electricity and I guess you know the kind of the context behind that because it is something that I do have to discuss with people before because then sometimes you know you have this national narrative that talks about the disparities of American Indian communities and you know electricity being one of those disparities is that sometimes that the dominant conversation surrounds around um Sur- surrounds around poverty. Yeah. It's surround around the topic of uh, like that undeveloped infrastructure, underdeveloped communities. Yeah. But being a representative of Hopi, that I always have to speak out and say that although that some of our villages don't have electricity, that it's not an issue to do with poverty or an undeveloped community, but rather it uh, has to do with the choice of the village to not have it.
0: Exactly. I mean, it, if you really listen to the elders, like I was saying before, they tell you not to do anything with the village or like the village ground, I guess, because I guess it's considered holy ground. How come? Well, because they said that there are, are different artifacts. You mean uh,
1: Basima ground.
0: Yeah, Basima ground. Yeah, like really something. <laughs> <laughs> and and when you listen to them, they, they talk about like how we as... Hopis are changing and we as as youngsters are not believing in the Hopi structure anymore not believing in the Hopi, Hopi way of life and when we do that it will solidify our
1: our own uh, destruction of how Hopi sees itself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know in the last episode that we did talk about kind of some of these underlying concepts of what I guess a, a quote unquote traditional Hopi's perspective is on the world because then we talked about um, especially specifically to the language that the older generation had this idea that they didn't want language to be taught in the schools. Yeah. Because they had this idea that it should be taught in the home. And then certainly the same perception in terms of how they view, I guess, uh, technology, the development of technology. Yeah. Specific to electricity was kind of the same thing was this idea of maintaining a certain way of life. A certain way of life that they believe to be the real Hopi way of life. Because then in our last episode that you did talk about this deity named Masa. Yeah. And that it was his instruction that we were to continue to live in a manner in which he lived. Yeah. And kind of uh, our, our idea of what this Hopi way of life is. And so it's this older generation's belief that things like modern day technology which is fueled by electricity is gonna disrupt this way of life that we think is to be what this idea of a traditional hopi way of life is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and you know, when you do listen to that, although, you know, certain villages around here still don't honor that, uh the, you know, the putting in electricity, they 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 pay their Toll to raid, to Lord Raiden. (laughs) They still have some sort of way of, of making electricity, like generators or solar panels. And it's it it kind of counterintuitive to to see that even though they don't want electricity in the villages, they have these huge flat screen TVs or the you know <laughs> nice cars <laughs> with generators and whatnot, and and you know they they're like you know I don't want electricity, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go ahead and watch
1: Netflix in my home. Pampako <laughs> Hopi, as you're watching, as you're your watching mounted TV
0: <laughs> in your living room <laughs> with the Kachina dolls in the background, and you know so i mean it is weird it i guess you can say that we we are hopi crits, you know because i did coin that term hypocrite but hopi
1: so hopi crit. <laughs> but you know I, I guess you know kind of some more i Ideas in terms of the reasoning, because you did mention it that you that you said that there's this idea of the land that we live on, yeah, especially where the villages are, because then you know you've heard, I, I think that anybody that's lived out here has has heard the concept or the idea that each village and is really a, a living shrine to a degree, yeah, is a living shrine, and so the lands that our villages are situated and are believed to be sacred or to be Basimaland. Yeah. because for reasonings, and so it's this idea that we don't want to disrupt that land by putting in electric poles or putting in uh, pipes for water, water yeah. and things like that. And so, you know, those are kind of some of the ideas behind as to why that this concept of a traditional Hopi perspective is the way that it is, is that it's kind of counter-perpendicular counter, counter um, perpendicular to modern technology and modern advances but um, if if you if you know any of some of these stories that are specific to your village of Hotvella, as to why uh, there's no electricity there, do you have some stories that relate well, to your village? Well, well,
0: you know it, you remember you know that movie Tutzkwa um, Ikati? Apocalypto, the Apocalypto. <laughs> yeah, it was that guy, the that
1: Molak uh, or whatever. Oh luck. The, the the guy that gets stabbed, no, falls off the water. No, no,
0: I wasn't that guy. I was the guy. Was like, uh, your name is Olak, or, or you're that chubby boy that's walking through <laughs> the the through the 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 marketplace, eating eating a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> that was a crazy movie. That's a crazy movie. Although inaccurate, but anyway, back to topic. I mean like when remember that movie that's mm-hmm. el um in there I guess it's it's a little documentary movie about how Hotvella never wanted electricity and in there that you can see that there are uh elderly elders trying to take out telephone poles because it did reach inside of the Hopi uh, village there Hotvella village and it was weird because you see an old lady laying in a ditch to, where, prevent, the, to prevent you know these guys putting in the electricity oh, poles. Really? Yeah. And I guess there was this huge debate and I know that Seoul has like the story of it because you know she, she was, was there she probably. was there yeah, yeah. while well, she wasn't there there she was in the in the know of everything there. Uh-huh. Yeah so it was weird and it was like oh my god you know and if it weren't for them we would have had electricity so I kind of blame the elderlies for I was going to say, does that really piss you off? It pissed me off to the point where I you ca- I have to go buy gasoline every two weeks to fill out my generator, to watch my big screen TV. <laughs> to watch your shows. To watch my shows and everything. <laughs> but I, I guess in a way, if they never did that, if they never took a stand on, on doing that, I don't think Hote Vela would have
1: changed. I don't think you think it would be it would have been the same same way in terms of how you perceive yourself as Hopi. Yeah. Or in terms of how you carry your life out. I think a Hopi person living in the village of
0: Valley, Yeah. I think the reason why is because they had this mentality of like raiders are going to come at night if you put up uh, poles that have lights. And you know it's by you know Sis You know all our villages lit up because of all the street lights. Mm-hmm. And you could opt out on that. You know you could say that no, I don't want to. You know the the street lights there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I guess you could say that no, it wouldn't have changed our way and our view of how Hopi life should run in that village.
1: Really? Yeah. Really? That's my thought. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, you know I. Yeah, it's, I think that, that at least that thought process in terms of keeping the electricity out for the villages that don't have the electricity is pretty consistent. Because out at Munqappi down at Atkive, uh, where, where there only half the village has electricity, yeah. that it was the same perspective of the, of the leaders at the time that it was uh, that they didn't want the land to be disturbed by putting in the, the electric poles. And then it was also this idea, too, that having the technology, having the electricity would make our people lazy. Yeah. Because then, you know, instead of going through the process of doing the things that you would have to do when you live in a home without electricity, that for a home with electricity, it's just you just press a button and then all of a sudden, you know, the things start to work for themselves.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, and there are there are prophecies that revolve around that as well, you know. You have like um what was one of them that um Go So would um you know, the her her silk would be strung around the the entire yeah, the land. Yeah, and, and some take that as the electric lines. Some take that as the electric lines, telephone poles, and whatnot. And then you would have. Uh, there was another prophecy that you would state that once you get into your home, you just um, hit hit uh, uh, something on the wall, and then your whole house would light up. You know, lepek mm-hmm. your the wall there, and and your whole house would light up. Uh-huh. And that I guess that would be like the invention of electricity inside of the homes.
1: The, the invention of a black light in Carl's room, his, his walls just light up as soon as the, the black light comes on, Sheet, sheets included. Don't look at the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I guess, I you know, kind of thinking on that topic, because that even though that like, like, like you're saying that a village might not have electricity, that that might not be the same, that the residents of a village that doesn't have electricity, that some of those people living there might want the electricity, right? Yeah. Like, like you're probably somebody that wants the electricity. I, I do want electricity, fella. yeah. And it's true the same with Munkapi, that there are individuals in the village that do want the electricity. Yeah, exactly. And that they fight to have the electricity, but because they're not in a position to control whether that happens or not, that it hasn't happened yet. yet. Yeah,
0: exactly. And and I hate to say this, but yes, in order for us to progress you know something does have to change like our culture even though it i'm not saying that we have to do away with our culture our culture is the one that is actually hindering us with from all of this you've said that several times on our episodes
1: that we do have to do away with our culture and <laughs> it still holds true too so <laughs> But, you know, I guess I guess out here on Hopi that it really is this interesting dynamic because, you know, I, I think for the most part, the reason why it's still the way that it is, is that Hopis are slow in terms of assimilation or were slow in terms of things like colonization. Because then when you think about other tribes that they probably don't have this type of issue in terms of the culture Butting heads with the development of technology. Yeah, exactly. And this idea of wanting to progress to move into the future as a younger generation versus the lessons and these ideologies that were consistently kept strong throughout the hundreds if not thousands of years and with this concept of what a, a life of a quote-unquote traditional Hopi is.
0: Yeah, I mean like, you know, the whole idea behind Hopi is to live a simple life. And that is actually the, the pinnacle part of how Hopi sees itself, is that if they live a simple life, they'll die a simple person, meaning that they'll, they'll go on to live a, another simple life in that way. Without any problems, without any any misconstrued or any, any type of, uh, 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 of anything that happens in their lives there. And so I guess that's the idea behind how Hopi functions.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think at any point will there be electricity in uh,
0: if in the future? If, uh,
1: if, I can, if I pay the elders enough, yeah, maybe. and it is a thought you know it is something to think about especially if you're from any of those villages that don't have electricity or don't have running water that you do think you know at any point in time will the villages that don't have it will they begin to incorporate it it's uh it was weird because uh you know how
0: yeah, how some Hopis love to take around behind us, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. they'll they'll say that oh yeah this is a very traditional village here you know we don't have electricity and you see some guy pulling out his generator starting it up and then inside of his house you'll see the big screen TV and it's like oh yeah don't look over there <laughs> don't look over there this is not you know and so it was weird because that's what that's actually that's what happened is like you know these traditionalists will take around like. Like behind us, and say that Turst. oh, yeah, and 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 they'll say that we live a traditional life, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll say that oh, isn't that a 2022 Ford pickup truck in your? your little driveway there it's like how how traditional is that
1: it's it's funny though but you know you are right in saying that because I think that when we look at like how we promote ourselves yeah we do promote ourselves yeah and we did talk about this in a previous episode that you have many organizations on Hopi that you have all of these other different types of entities on Hopi that develop marketing about Hopi. Yeah, and that it always paints this picture of real traditional lifestyle way of living and so when I think that the Pahanas, the white people, when they read this marketing, when they read this advertisement, and when they actually do come to the reservations, that's what they're expecting. Yeah. They're expecting to see the traditional Adobe-style homes with us walking around half naked no. with all of us, with our <laughs> with our anga still, long hair all the way down to our backside. And, you know, and then when they get here and they see all the technology, the vehicles and the, the flat screen TV. <laughs> And they're disappointed. Exactly.
0: I mean, it's it's like we're a sideshow to them. <laughs> I, it feels that we are a sideshow in a way that we have to keep tradition up for them. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, I, I think we do it to ourselves because like I oh, said, yeah. we, we market ourselves out there oh, yeah. In, in, yeah. in that manner. Yeah. And um, but yeah, and so I, I, I think that you are right in terms of what the outside world perceives of uh, perceives how we are. As opposed to well, our actualities of, of the way that we live.
0: I mean, I mean, as long as we're getting money from them somehow, you know, we'll, I'll put on the loincloth for you and uh, I'll, par- I'll dance for you. As
1: long as they continue to give me 10 bucks <laughs> per photo, I'm good with that. Hi, I'm Kiona, Hopi Relief volunteer and board member. Hopi Relief is a grassroots, Hopi-led, nonprofit organization founded to provide relief services, food boxes, and essential supplies to Hopi tribal members throughout the COVID-19 pandemic and beyond. Our focus is to uplift the Hopi community by empowering our people to create homegrown solutions to challenges we face. We are supported by the generosity of like-minded individuals and organizations who simply want to help. You can get involved by following us on social media, sharing our story, or donating on our website, www.hopirelief.org. We are at Hopi Relief on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. <laughs> so,
0: so like, you know, I know that I know that in in the traditional Hopi Way, we as we as people, we as people um, don't see don't see like the behind the way as as an, an advancement. We don't see that in a way. I guess the elders don't see that in a way. You know, on, on the Hopi reservation now, we are starting to build another store. Remember that the little store, the convenience store there? Right here at the the corner of uh uh, you know, going going towards north
1: and the, the, then going the towards corner, East. the corner of Main Street <laughs> and uh, Loop Road.
0: <laughs> the corner of just going towards uh gas house and uh going towards work. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, and when you see that, and I, I did hear a lot about the controversy that's going up about that because, uh, you know, some guys would say that, uh, you know, when they build the store, it's going to take away, it, it's going to be lit, lit up 24-7 and you know people are not going to be resting and all the the roads would be busy and it's going to turn into Flagstaff and then Flagstaff is going to turn into <laughs> Phoenix and we're going to you know then they do this huge grand um, um, assumption that we're going to actually turn into a city overnight it
1: would be a hopey to say that they yeah. think that gas station's going to make us like Flagstaff it, this is this is not <laughs> this is not fake this is actual
0: truth <laughs> what i'm saying <laughs> this is uh, this is what uh, actually what I heard. This is what I've heard from different men, and this is what their perceivement of how of how you know progressive. If we
1: become, this is what will happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, I guess you know, in terms of the le- electricity, are there any places still today within the Hopi villages, maybe specifically Hotvella? Where you don't see electricity being used in, in, I guess, in a positive way to honor or to respect our beliefs of how to do do certain things? I guess at our different shrines
0: or our different ways of like the deeper part of Ho- Hopi uh-huh, uh-huh. is that we don't require it to have. We don't require the things to... Re- to do all of that
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. and and when you do that i guess it it just it just kind of solidifies that way of of life of way of how hopi life uh-huh. should be done so i in other words it's like yeah you know the i guess the real you know the real hopi uh-huh. don't need that type of uh, advancements mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: to actually live and to actually practice the Hopi culture. Mm -hmm. And I think an an example that I've seen is that I've seen families, you know, when they, uh, to make something like Homa, Yeah, Homa is a grind up uh, white cornmeal that we use to to make our, our prayer offerings that um, they, they would rather have their women folk do it by hand. Yeah. Instead of using a, a electric grinder or, you know, those grinders that are powered either through electricity or gas, because it's this idea that if we put our own muscle into it, that it makes that home more powerful for our prayers to go where it needs to go. I buy mine at uh, Bash's, <laughs> <laughs> with the, all the horse feed. <laughs> when, when you buy it, you, like, you ensure that this was made uh, by by natives. By right? natives, yeah. Like, it you know, says
0: one hundred authentic native
1: <laughs> ground. <laughs> And you know, because there are, I mean, there are concepts out there that revolve around doing things ourselves, I guess. Yeah. It, when it comes to like the culture or the religion, and to try to remove this ability of using electricity or gas-powered means to be able to do it to where I think that at least you could see it as a positive where there isn't electricity. Being involved in some aspect of our cultural religion, our cultural doings, our cultural traditions, because then I know that, you know, even with us down at, uh, at Atkivah, down at Munkapi, that they always talk about the Kivas not having electricity. Yeah. It's kind of a big thing for them is that that's something that they really want to keep out because they still want to see Archivas as being something of a real sacred place, I guess, that yeah. doesn't have this intrusion of uh, the white
0: man's technology. Yeah, I guess you could say that, you know, I guess you could say that, yeah, there are different places here on the reservation that shouldn't be tampered with with modern technology or modern advancements, mm-hmm. and it does it does seem to, I guess that's where the elderlies say that that's, why us Hopis live the way we are because of these different things that are surrounding us.
1: Mm-hmm. And so I guess in regards to that, it's almost like a real big pick and choose. Yeah. Where, where, where yeah. you're going to allow it to happen. And I think we'll talk about a little bit more about where the positive places of electricity play uh, going uh, at towards the end of the, this episode. But one of the things that I definitely wanted to cover too is that the fact that you've experienced living in a household with without electricity. Yeah. And so like, what are the differences living in a house with no electricity well i have solar i have solar and uh it it just plays the
0: same way as electricity but i don't have that uh that advance where um i can keep electricity on 24 7 there are things that you have to do with solar power that you have to like maybe turn off the the whole power strip in order to conserve power for the next day Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, you know it I guess it's that routine part of it, but you get used to the idea
1: behind that. So if you fall asleep watching TV and it stays on all night, yeah. you're fucked the next day. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. You can't <laughs> watch TV at lunchtime, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, you know, because I've never lived in a home without electricity. Yeah. But I've only experienced it part time with our soulless house yeah. down at the village because they didn't have electricity. But similar to you, it's that they ran their power through a generator. Yeah. But it was within my lifetime that they had this generator. So I remember going down there, even life without the generator. And I think that one of the most... um memorable things that i remember about her home was always at nighttime Uh because there was no lights there was no light switch to flick on and off and so it was a concept where if we were all there at soo's house at nighttime yeah we all had to be in one room because it was in that one room that they would run maybe two of the propane lanterns Uh and then we'd be sitting in that one room because all the other rooms are dark. Because then there's no uh, light bulb to, to flick on into the, into the other rooms. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, like,
1: uh, you're not a real
0: Hopi. I know that because you never lived in a traditional house. <laughs> and, uh,
1: and and you're not a real Hopi because uh, I never. I know you never ran a mile in your life. So. <laughs> hey, we pick and choose our battles. Okay,
0: <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> But anyway, anyway, I mean, like the whole concept behind it has to deal with the culture itself. Uh It has to deal with how we perceive, how Hopi should conduct themselves in the in public and in your own nature. Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. And so, aside from uh, conserving the the generator power or the the battery life of your uh, solar? Are there any other differences that you can think of Uh, in terms of living in a home without electricity?
0: I mean, when you sit outside Hot Vela, and I have a nice porch uh, (laughs) that I built myself (laughs) with my own two hands. Um, There's no proof of that out there, so just just (laughs) FYI. There's a picture somewhere. I don't know where it's at. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, when you sit outside you have, you hear all of the generators going, you know, because everybody wants to watch TV at night. Everybody wants to, you know, have uh, lights on at night. And then when the solar is down, you have all these generators up and it, it's a huge noise. And
1: generators are loud. And for generators are loud. Generator very in loud. in
0: our in my neighborhood, there are about four or five houses and each one has a generator and all of us run our generator and it smells like gas, gas and burning smoke. Gas. And then when you go to sit outside and enjoy the nice weather during the summertime. Yeah. And you, that's all you hear is just the generator going and uh, you, you kind of filter that out and you kind of get used to it. And then when people come around and say that, can you hear, can you hear that? And I'm like, hear what? I don't hear anything <laughs> all, anymore. All I heard was the generators. <laughs> all I heard was you watching your TV. <laughs> So I guess I guess that's a disadvantage of not having electricity inside of your home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I would say that I would be the advocate to say I want electricity in in the villages in the village of Hotvella. In the village of Hotvella.
1: Well, I guess you better run
0: for Kikmung. I'm going to run for of president of the world and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them, put, all you hope Yeah, and I put you guys on a new reservation <laughs> so I can have my reservation to have electricity. <laughs>
1: But I, I guess you know, kind of something similar around those lines. And we mentioned that it's running water. Oh yeah, running water. And, and, and running water, I think, uh, is the same concept of electricity for this um, for this I- ideal belief of what the traditional Hopi way of life is. Yeah. Is that you know, it's this belief that we don't, we shouldn't have running water within our villages. But yeah, I think that now a lot of the village do, villages do have running water. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have running water. Hotvela has yeah, running water. Yeah, Hotvela has running water, but yet we choose not to have electricity. And I, I can't say for sure of which villages do or do not have running water. I know for a fact that Oraivi doesn't have running water. And then, of course, Munqapi <laughs> Atkeve doesn't have running water either and, uh, village and the village of walpi too and the village of walpi yeah the old village yeah they the still old doesn't have of anything Walpie. And so um, and so when you're living in a home without running water, but I, I guess you're not a real Hopi because you're not living in a home with uh, without running water, but uh <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I sometimes don't take a shower. So I think I can consider myself a real Hopi. <laughs> but you know, it's it's an interesting life too. An interesting life to live in a home without running water because then obviously you don't have a, a sink to where you can easily pull the faucet knobs. Yeah, so that the water starts yeah. pouring out, that there's no in-house toilet. In the house. And so, anytime you need to do your business, you got to go outside to wherever the outhouses are located within uh, your village. And I think that, you know, it's an interesting thing because, like I said, you know, my soul's home it yeah. doesn't have running water yeah. still to this day. And then, so anytime we needed to use the bathroom, that we'd have to go to the outhouse, which for us, because our soul, her home is situated kind of at the edge of the village. Uh-huh. And the fact that we had our own private outhouse. That it was just, you know, a couple of feet out the door. Then you'd reach the outhouse to be able to go do your business. But all all of us as kids, all of her grandchildren, we all experienced going to the village faucets to fill up the buckets with water and then haul it back to the house. And she had these huge bins of water that was to be used for the household consumption. And so whether that was used to uh, wash dishes or used to cook food. And so that was something that was... um, a, a task that we had to do as children to help to help our soul out in her home.
0: See, when I was growing up, um, we never had running water, too. Mm-hmm. And so our task in as... In tuba? No, in Hotwala, <laughs> you know, going to source <laughs> In tuba. <laughs> and we had a pond in the back. Yeah. <laughs> You used to take showers and pond with the frogs and the fishes <laughs> that that's decolonizing right there <laughs> you phd's no, so at 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 Sol's house the house that i live at now you know in hodvella we never used to have running water and so our task would be to go down to the bavakh and to go get water mm-hmm. and it was a task that was horrible because I hated doing it. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> because I hated doing it. I hated to go down there, you know, a hundred steps to get to the bottom and then, you know, run, a, you know, walk up the steps with a full bucket of water. <laughs> By the time you get up, there's like, you know, yeah. one one eighth of the bucket that's filled. Half of it spills <laughs> yeah, out and you drink the other part yeah. of it. <laughs> and then you go back and you just hear a little drop. <laughs> Into the big bucket, you have to go. With that back down again. And so. you use part of it to
1: douse yourself because you're all <laughs> hot trying to get it.
0: Up Actually, that is true. You know, it's, it's weird. It's I hated doing that. I was like, Ah, so I don't want to go down there again. So you know, get rid of water. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> the teenage me Ninja Turtles never had to do this. Okay, so. <laughs> where's my
1: black belt? So, where's my Where's my black belt? So doing this training. <laughs> But it, it it makes it makes your upbringing, I guess, a little bit different when you have yeah. to do things like that. When you have to go uh, get water for Soo's house, or yeah. you have to go use uh, an outhouse. Because you know, one of the things that I always tell people that it's uh, it's funny when you need to use the bathroom like in the middle of the night. Yeah, because then you have to find the flashlight, <laughs> and somebody always doesn't put as flashlight back where it's supposed to go. Yeah, and, and this is in the the, the age. Before you had a phone that had a light on it. Uh And so you're scrambling around in the dark, trying not to wake anybody up. And then you're (laughs) trying to find this flashlight just so you can go to the outhouse to go do what it is that you need to do. But the other thing too, in terms of using an outhouse is that because our home, like I said, was situated on the outskirts of the village. But if you're a home that's kind of like in the middle of the village, that it's a much longer walk to get to the outhouse. And so oftentimes a lot of those houses that have to make that trek would have something in their home called a Mississippi bucket.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. The
1: Gardaloo. <laughs> the Gardaloo. <laughs> the Gardaloo. So you know, Mississippi bucket is the piss can in English. And so some of these homes would have like a little corner that would have like a blanket that kind of covers it. And then if you just needed to go uh, use the bathroom, that's where you would go use the bathroom. But yep. I know that for the fact that in most homes, that have a Mississippi bucket. You were only allowed to go number one in that bucket. <laughs> you were not allowed to go number two in that bucket. And if you had to go number two, then you'd have to, to go to the outhouse. Yeah, to go all the way to the outhouse. Yeah, and exactly. So you know that was kind of something that's different for some of the homes that are more central in the village. Because, like I said, if you're an outskirt house, it's a shorter walk to the outhouse. But if you're in deep smack dab in the village, because we don't have outhouses. Throughout the village, all outhouses are situated on the outskirts on the outside of the village, if you needed to do that.
0: <laughs> I mean, I did grow up with a, a, an outhouse as well, too, and um, sometimes we would race with my siblings to go use the restroom first, yeah. and um, you know, every, every time I get beat, I just lock them into the outhouse <laughs> and then just leave. <laughs> Good luck at <in> there! <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I mean it was weird because I I did I did do a lot of that and we do do a lot of that and our upbringing uh growing up in that in that way kind of shaped our perspective mm-hmm. view of how we don't take electricity, don't take all of these different amenities like that for, for, granted. for granted for granted and we take them as a blessing because it advances our knowledge of how how we how we see Hopi. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so when you look at it in a way that's what I, I keep on saying is that I think that Hopi, even though that Hotvella uh doesn't have electricity but has running water, has all these flat screen TVs, you know, uh 2021 Ford pickup trucks, it doesn't change the idea. It doesn't change the, body yeah, it doesn't it doesn't change the fact that Riding how on we 20 inch rims <laughs> It's, it doesn't change the fact that how we
1: think and how we perceive how hope he should uh-huh. be lived. Uh-huh. And you know, there, there are some other types of messaging that you do see when you do experience living life like that. Yeah. Because then, you know, when you have the simple ability to turn a knob and water to come out, that you do take it for granted. Because I always remember people would say that when you have to go haul your own water, in the way that you and I have experienced, in the way that a lot of people have experienced, that you're less likely to waste water, yeah, or less likely to play with water, yeah, because you know what you're going to have to do in order to replenish that water.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know, we we could go on and on about the different uh, tones of how mm-hmm. of a, how you know all of this thing goes and and whatnot. But I think it's almost time time for us
1: to go but before we go before we go I just kind of wanted to touch on this subject before because it is something that we talked about on KTNN oh, okay in terms of uh, the electricity within our communities kind of in a, in a necessity type of way because although you know we have this perspective of electricity and the potential impact that it could have on our way of life, but the fact that we are pretty much waist deep in the white man's way of life, yeah, yeah, that in a way we do need electricity, and I think that on the one of the ways most recently that we've saw we've seen it is with the current pandemic in our education. Oh yeah, because the schools were closed, but the kids needed to get their education still, and so all of that education happened online. And in order for them to have accessibility to online learning, they needed things like laptops. Oh, yeah. Needed things like, uh, what do they call the, the MiFis or the, the little Wi-Fi things, Yeah, that, the little packs that carry the, the Internet on that. And in order for those types of things to have power, you got to have electricity. And then, you know, and so it's kind of really it's we're in a position now where we see those things where we might need some of this white man stuff. That our elders or some of our ancestors fought so hard to keep out of the villages if we want to continue to progress in the way that we are progressing. But I do feel that because we've progressed so far, in a way, it's almost like there's no turning back. Yeah. Because we're so dependent upon the dollar. Like oh, we've yeah. talked about a lot. Yeah. And even in regards to our health care, we're so dependent upon the white man's form of healing now. With the hospitals, the Hopi Healthcare, the Tuba City Regional Healthcare Corporation, all of these other places that our people are sent to to uh, get things like surgery or to get other types of treatment. And all of those tools that the white doctors use are powered by electricity. Well, it was a great discussion with you and I. And uh, yeah, I mean,
0: you know, doing this, it, it does revolve around electricity and it does revolve around how, how we see culture versus electricity. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, we could go on and on about mm-hmm. this, but, uh, you know, I'm hungry and, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Carl's got shows to watch. I got, I got shows to watch he's, on my he's, flat screen TV. He's got a uh, solar power to drain. So. <laughs> All right. Well,
0: thank you guys for listening. Uh, uh you know, for to to us again, uh, you know, we're excited for this fifth season and we're excited to, to go on and give you all of the knowledge that we kind of know. And I'm pretty sure that there are somebody out there saying like, you guys don't even know what you're talking about, you know, but, uh, but anyway, you know, thank you again. Thank
1: you again for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And this is just your usual reminder that if you're listening to us on YouTube, don't forget to hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe. It is our goal to get 100,000 subscribers so we can get that fancy plaque for the studio and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, if you haven't already. And you can find us on all of those platforms at uh, Carl and J-Man. All
0: right. Well, thank you again for listening to Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. My name is Carl. This is my best friend, j So Oh, what the?